Radio. Hey, this is your host, Brian Wayne here, and uh, I'm here to let you know, in case you did not know already, uh, that the Cheers to Comics podcast has since evolved. And uh, if you're looking for a new shiny place to get your comic books from, then you need to head on over to Shop cheers to comics.com it's like cheers to comics.com only with the shop in front of it uh shop cheers to comics.com and if you use code podcast at checkout you're going to save yourself 10 percent and i'm constantly adding new inventory hot spec books uh everything everything any any type of book under the sun is it uh as it, as it comes under my radar and it gets added into the inventory, I, I make it available to you. So remember, head on over to shopcheerstocomics.com and use code PODCAST at checkout and save yourself 10%. <laughs> Welcome back to the Cheers to Comics Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Wayne, and this is episode 398. The 398th episode of the Cheers to Comics Podcast will be a poll list priorities, and I'll be going over the books of the future. Uh, specifically, the Final Order Cutoffs, the FOCs, if you're from the streets. Um, yeah, no, why is this important? Why, 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 why are we talking about books that are three weeks a month? even more out well you don't pre-order your books pre-order is the keyword then they don't get printed you know these publishers just don't pull a number out of their ass to print it's all based off of what your shops order and your shops only order what they think they're going to sell and well the only way they can ensure that you're going to get a copy is if you pre-order so that's how it works you know you know, otherwise you end up going to eBay and then you're that guy that's complaining about a first time shipper, uh, shipping media mail or, you know, I mean, just, uh, yeah, I don't know, man, just pre-order your books. And if you don't know where to pre-order your books from, hit me up. Um, I, I can make stuff happen for you with the Cheers to Comics store. That's, that's, I'm going to slowly, not slowly. Well, yeah, I guess slowly. We'll say slowly. Uh, be uh, you know, revamping that. Like I said, I'm I'm working on the the new website and I'm not good at it and I'm slow at it, so it's taking time. Um, but the, the the promo code still works. You know, there's still orders coming in at shopcheerstocomics.com. Uh, use code podcast, I believe it is at checkout. Save yourself some extra money there. Um, yeah, yeah. So, but, but my point is, is that, you know, with me being a retailer and all, I, I can guide you in the right direction, people, and at a discounted rate, too. When you pre-order your books, if you're not getting them discounted, then your shop's doing you dirty, real dirty, real dirty. Um, you should be getting at least some sort of discount, you know, 10, 15% minimum. So, yeah, 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 there we go. The importance of pre-ordering books. Now, what are we pre-ordering this week? Well, uh, the FOC date, well, we're going to call it the 26th. We're going to condense everything down. Lunars is the 26th. Diamonds is 27th. Let's just make it easy on our shops. Call it the 26th, huh? Huh? And before I get into this, you may be wondering, uh, Brian, what, what, what the fuck, dude? Like, you said streaming and shit. This is actually take two. Um, I, I, I started streaming, uh, and you diehards, can confirm this because you know, you know I know a bunch of you popped in during the stream the the whole seven minutes before the internet decided to cut out because it's like four degrees outside right now and for some reason the internet's not working because of that got like seven inches of snow yesterday though so that might have something to do with it I don't know but regardless I'm sorry that the uh, the visual version of this yeah episode is not uh not available. Not available this week. 
which is a bummer. Um, I, I even have to reschedule a very exciting interview that I've been incredibly pumped for for the last few weeks. So, yeah, no, it's it's not out of laziness, I promise. <laughs> I I I want to be I want to be streaming today, damn it. Oh well. Life goes on. So do comics. Comics help life go on. So, we're going to start with Diamond's FOC list this week out of Previews World. We're going to start with what not publishing. Uh, very very polarizing company, what not. It's one of those things where if you know about them, you either love them or you hate them. Well, I guess that's not necessarily true. You know, I admire what their their ambition. I do. Um, there's just some of the things. They got some, some things to work out still is all. That's all. Um, but with that being said, they're putting out their own line of books now. They got their own publishing. It is what not publishing. Uh, so yeah, uh, number two we've uh, well, Liquid Kill number two. It's a six-part series. There are four covers to choose from on that. Quite naturally, with it being what not, they're all about that cover game, a variant chase, FOMO mofos. Uh, also from whatnot publishing we've got the exiled number two this is that wesley snipes joint i feel like i've already talked about this maybe it's pushed up a little bit again because of that uh that blade homage cover i'm seeing there i've seen that before yeah uh what uh, hold on what do we uh, there's a couple of homage there uh one two three four five six covers i'm seeing here to choose from on that Two titles out of whatnot. Moving on from whatnot, uh, Vault Comics. We've got Barbaric Hell to Pay number three. Not to be confused with images, just Hell to Pay, which I do believe Patton Oswald is optioned, picked up. Hmm. Hmm. But not related. This is Barbaric Hell to Pay. Barbaric in itself is something that should be optioned. Yeah. <laughs> This is issue number three. There's a couple covers to choose from on that one. Carrying on, we've got Dead Box number five. See, I thought this fell off my pull list. Turns out it's just been on a little bit of a hiatus there. This is a Mark Russell joint. Um, crazy good stuff that Mark Russell does, man. The guy's he's next level smart. Very smart writer. He does intelligent shit. See, I said a different word besides smart. <laughs> Godfell, number two. couple covers to choose from on that one. We've got Heart Eyes, number five. Looks like two covers there. That A cover's pretty gnarly. Um, damn, that is gnarly. Uh, there's, there's all of the, the angles of boob except for nipple there. Um, <laughs> met a whole bunch of tentacle, and it's not anime, or a hentai, or whatever the fuck you call that shit. Uh, Nightfall, double feature, number three, couple covers on that one. And then lastly, out of Vault, we've got a number one. Songs for Dead, Afterlife. Songs for the Dead. Mm -hmm. This is Michael Christopher Heron and Andrea Fort. On this one, uh, along with MJ Erickson on the art. So, Bethany is a necromancer and a hero. Along with her companions, Elisar and Jonas, she has finally found the rumored Covenant. Her perilous journey has brought her to the last bastion of the necromancers, but resurging prejudices have them in shambles. Can Bethany unite them in the face of escalating tensions? Or will the coming War shatter all her dreams for a peaceful future. Sweet. There you go. Number one out of Vault. Uh, that's going to do it for Vault. Let's... Valiant. From Valiant this week, we've got Exo Man of War, number one. Oh, yeah. Am I going to read a Valiant book? Again? Who's doing this? Becky Cloonan? Michael Conrad? All right, I'm in. Liam Sharp? Oh, shit. Past, present, and future.
Adventure Collide as Exo Man of War returns for its 30th anniversary in an unforgettable new series by superstar creators that I've mentioned previously that promised to put the king back on his throne and chart a new course for Valiant's new flagship series. All right. Hope. That cover is fucking metal. Oh, yeah. That's sweet. All these covers are badass. That, uh, let's see, cover's pretty fucking rad. Oh, dude, in the tears there, you see? Oh. Man, see, this is why I wish I was streaming. Son of a bitch. Will Stale is the artist on that. Yeah, I think I'll be getting the A and the C. Sweet. Fuck yeah, Valiant. Give me pump. Uh, Source Point Press. From Source Point, we've got a number one here. Let's blow up this title so I read it right. Ben Mortara and the Thieves of the Golden Table. Ben Mortara. That's a mouthful of a name. From Arnon Z. Shore and Kat Bauman. All right. Action and mystery abound as Professor Ben Mortara embarks on yet another globe-trotting archaeological adventure. In this issue, Ben is presented with a career-defining opportunity to solve the mystery of the Map of Solomon, a magical map that reveals the location of a powerful treasure. Ben is accompanied by Solomon, his mysterious benefactor's trusty and resourceful assistant. That's confusing. The Map of Solomon, accompanied by Solomon... Come on. Come on. You couldn't... Together they explore ancient palaces and secret chambers in search of the map, staying one step ahead of the many forces that seek the treasure and its power for themselves. Alright, alright. There you go. Uh, one, two covers on that one. No, I take that back. Just one. It's a four-parter. Five dollars. Good lord. Uh, we've got the Cursed Cleaver Country number one. Well, looks like we got another volume on that one. That's all right. We've got Deep Dark number one. Damn, what the number one's there, Source Point. What's Deep Dark all about? This is a four-parter from Dave Sundra. David Sundra. I apologize. Erica is looking for the mythical Deep Dark, hoping it sheds answers on her past. Instead, she finds herself in a world of gods and monsters where all the horrors of myth and legend are very, very real. There we go. See, it's a good thing I'm not fucking streaming here, because the image still hasn't even loaded up fully. Jesus Christ with this internet. Um, what is it? theories? Well, let me tell you. Anas Abaduluk? Did I say that right? First try, baby. And Dennis Menahiri. <laughs> oh, look at me go with these new exciting words. <laughs> Where do souls go when they don't belong anywhere else? <clears throat> journey into a theories searching for the answer in the introspective character study about pain and self-loathing for fans of tales of the afterlife such as the lovely bones and ad after death following valerie's passing she finds herself navigating an unknown and perilous world she tells her story through poetry and narration as she experiences her surroundings while also recalling her past life her trauma and why she believes she deserves to be there. Alright. All right. Is this just a one-shot? or? Yeah, it is. It says right here in the corner, one-shot. Neato. Poem comic. Mm-hmm. Uh, more from Source Point. We've got Nightwalkers, number three. Couple covers to choose from there. And Zombicide, day one. Issue number three. This is a four-parter. We're over the hump. So that's all your source point stuff. Make sure you get it ordered. Well, lots of number ones here by the 26th. That's uh, Sunday. Uh, from Scout Comics, we've got the Recount Legendary Edition. This is 20 bucks. Okay, what's going on here? Uh, Legendary Edition Format measures 11 by 17. Oh, so it's just a really big version of the recount. All right, cool, cool. 
Um, and then we've got Red Winter Fallout number four. Let's wrap it up. Oh, man, with the yawning. It is early in the morning still. I did just kind of wake up and get. Maybe that's what it is. The internet didn't have time to rise and shine yet. I don't know. You know, because computers are setting it. Snow White Zombie Apocalypse number zero of five, second printing. All right. I don't really have an image there. It just says Scout Comics. <laughs> All right. Secret cover. Um, now from Scout, we do a whole lot of scrolling up until we get to anything of Fanagraphics. Nope. Finally remember to click on Fanagraphics and there's nothing there. Anything of Black Mask? Yes, from Black Mask, we've got God Killer. For those I love, I will sacrifice. Number three. What a metal-ass name. Yep, did I skip anything? Nope. Uh, anything from Danger Zone? Yeah, we've got Hamlin, number three. It's the only, it's the only thing out of Action Lab Danger Zone. How about Aftershock? We've got one. Bowls of Beacon Hill, number three. That's an interesting cover. Hmm. All right. Is it like a president thing? Is it a president thing? Fucking ignorant. Um, from Boom Studios, we have Damn Them All, number six. Wrapping up there. Uh, what was it? Three different covers to choose from. More from Dune, we've got House Harkonnen. Harkonnen? Harkonnen? Number three. Yep, one, two, three covers on that one. Jay Lee not doing covers on that one? Hmm. Uh, oh, Grim carries on with number nine. Make sure you're pre-ordering Grim, people. I'm telling yous, I'm telling yous, it's gonna be a big explosive book once it gets picked up. And I say when, not if, when. Uh, and what are we on? Nine issues now? Going strong. I'm loving it. Uh, two covers as well. Uh, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, number 106. Ah, uh, that'd be, that'd be cover. Mm, fucking Green Ranger, man. God damn it. What Power Rangers so sad all of a sudden? Uh, we've got a number one out of Boom. It is a miniseries, so take that for what you will. But, from Jude Ellison S. Doyle, that is a name right there. That was a name suited for an author. June Ellison S. Doyle. That's one person. And then Letizia Cadonizzi? I want to say it's Cadonizzi. Alright. Um, no, the Neighbors. When Janet and Oliver Gowdy move to a quaint mountain town, their daughter Casey becomes part of a horrific chain of events revealing that their neighbors are anything but what they seem. Soon, an unsettling old woman named Agnes, naturally, Agnes Early, quite naturally, fixes on Janet and Oliver's other daughter, two-year-old Isabel? No, I think that is Isabel. <laughs> Fucking idiot. <laughs> it becomes clear that it's impossible to know who to trust, or even who is still human. What? What? Steeped in Irish and English folk folklore and mythology, that explains that name. Because <laughs> it's European. Um, oh, Ma. Alright. Alright. Nice. Alright, cool. I'm, I'm fucking into it. I am into it. Neighbors, am I right? Gotta love it. Uh, how many covers we get in here? Three? I bet you there's probably an incentive cover as well. Kind of like that Franny variant. You know? Moco could take a page out of this book. That's that's actually kind of cool. I like the snake there. See, that's intriguing. Because it's very, you know, um, well, I guess satanic in a way. It's not what I got out of just reading the description. Right on. Not that I'm, you know, I'm... Woo, woo, woo. 
Uh, <laughs> dynamite. We've got gargoyles. Gargoyles number four. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Ten. Ten covers being given here. But look at that Perio cover. The Perio covers are just fantastic. Oh, man. So good. God, I wish I were streaming this so you could see it with me. You just have to look for yourself when you're ordering. And see, that's another thing, too, about pre-ordering. When it comes to variants, yeah, sure, you may, you might, might be able to count on the A cover being there for you. But if there's a variant you want, I mean, the odds are the stores aren't going to order a shit ton of a bunch of different variants, especially when there's 10 here. So, yeah. It's fucking order, man. And there's, you know, things like FOC variants, like this one here. Oh, look at that. Look at Broadway. Uh, Ken Hazer doing the FOC variant. What's an FOC variant? It's a variant you can only get if you pre-order via the FOCs. Can't be ordered any other time. Ever. Ever again. That's it. Um, more from Dynamite. We got a bunch of red Sonia and Hell Sonia. That's issue number four. We've got Vampirella Strikes, number 11, and there we go. We've scrolled for a shit ton, just three titles, though. But Gargoyles, how about that, Gargoyles? <laughs> From IDW, we have Breath of Shadows, number three. Couple covers there. Oh, that's a fucking, yep, that's Bjorn Barons, baby. Damn, he's good. He's so good. Like, I don't even, there's really nothing going on. There, you know, it's just a few tribesmen, but it's metal as fuck. Yeah, you know, I'm t- for the longest time I thought Francesco Mattina was the most metal artist out there, but it's I think Bjorn Barons has taken the uh, taken that throne. Taken not that Mattina has fallen off. It's just that Bjorn Barons has just appeared, and you know, fuck. We've got My Little Pony, number 11. couple covers to choose from there. we got some uh, Star Trek Deep, Deep Space Nine. Oh, it's a number one. Dog of War. <laughs> and there's a fucking corgi on the cover. Go fuck yourself. This is the dumbest goddamn dog. I mean, all corgis are are just somehow less goofy looking, slightly, slightly less goofy looking chihuahuas. You know they're they're not bright. They're they're incredibly dumb dogs. So as a war dog, dog of war, not buying that man. <laughs> but I get it. Fucking corgis sell to hipsters and God. There's more. They're they're really playing into this corgi thing. I don't like it. But I'm not. I'm it's not like I'm gonna read it either. So if you don't like it, don't buy it. That's all there is. I'm not saying don't buy it. I'm just saying I'm not buying the concept of. A corgi being anything of importance ever. <laughs> Triggered? Sorry. Sorry, no, nah, your corgi's cool. Probably, to you. Um, What is this fucking cover? Chris Finoglio? Finoglio? That is goofy as fuck. It's like some... I don't know. It looks like Rick and Morty drew baseball Star Trek. That's a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> Someone wants it, though. Someone's definitely going to want it. Uh, moving along from IDW, we're going to go to Dark Horse. We've got Gru, Gods Against Gru. <laughs> uh, this is issue number four, the fourth and final issue of that little mini-series there. We've got Hellboy in Love, number four. That's a five-part miniseries. Uh, Orders and Outrage, number one. Let's click on this. Let's see what this is all about, huh? Jim Starlin, what? Rags Morales. That's a cool name. What? Gene manipulation has always been solely for those who can afford the expensive parental treatments. Prenatal treatments, sorry. <laughs> Income determines status, and more importantly, survival. If your genes have not been optimized, the order has no use for you. You are non-essential. Less than. 
to be eliminated. Everything is geared to keeping the ship of state sailing along smoothly, no matter the cost. But in every totalitarian system lies the seeds of rebellion, independence, and outrage. Fuck yes. This sounds badass. I mean, Jim Starlin, people, come on. Come on. It's just a four-parter, but... Yeah. That sounds pretty gnarly. It's got some potential to it right there. So far, that's my indie pick of the week. That has adaptation written all over it. Four-parter. Make a movie out of that. You can get 90 pages out of that, 90 minutes out of that. Um, Looks like two covers there. And then we've got Star Trek The Nameless Terror, number two. Don't sleep on these Star Trek... Or, wait, is that Star... My, my bad, I'm so sorry. I said Star Trek so many times. Star Wars. Star Wars The Nameless Terror, number two. Um, You know, I... Admittedly, I haven't been uh, to pick up my books, so I haven't had the chance to read the... the well, I think the Nameless Terror number one dropped this week, I believe. I believe. So I don't know if anything of significance or key matters popped out of that, but regardless, the series has potential written all over it as far as new characters and shit, so don't sleep on it. Just Just get it. If you're a speculator and you're not blindly picking up Star Wars titles, then you're... I mean, there's no wrong way to do comics, but that's an... There are odd ways to do it, (laughs) in my opinion. Let's go to Image. From Image Comics, we've got a number one. Uh, What is Dead Romans number one? Uh, yeah, from Fred Kennedy and Nick uh, Marinikovich. Marinikovich. <laughs> Look at me with my name sayings. Uh, Arminius, a Germanic prince raised in Rome, has sworn vengeance against the empire that butchers his people. He wants to make a queen of the woman he loves, Honoria, Hon- hmm. a fellow slave. Now, 50,000 Romans will die to give her a throne she never asked for or wanted. All right, all right. Let's, you know, quick to the point there. Got six issues. Nice, very nice. What are we doing for covers here? One, two, three, four, five, six, six covers that I'm being given here. It doesn't include any potential incentives. I really was pre- wish Previews World gave the incentives, and I know I have access to them. Um, but I don't like the format, and so, yeah, I'll just, I'll just, yeah. You know what, you want, you have enough faith in the book, you look up the incentive, how's that? Ha <laughs> Um, what do we got, uh, with a mortal surgeon, number three, one, two, what, no, just one, just one, one cover on that one, it's a nine part series. We've got Inferno Girl Red Book 1. This is issue number 3 of a three-part miniseries. These are oversized books. Um, more in the Radiant Black uh, universe there. There we go. Um, we've got Magic Order 4, number 3. I know, it's just Magic Order Volume 4, issue number 3. One, two, three covers on that one. We've got Monstrous, number 44. Mm-hmm. We've got Nightclub, number three. Oh, a second printing on that. Very good. Nemesis Reloaded, number two. Also getting a second printing. All right. There we go. Uh, plush, number five. This series is Wacko Bonkers. I love it. Doug Wagner's a beast. One, two, three covers on plush number five. I suggest it's really never too late to to pre-order a series. You know, no matter how far it is or how far in it is, it needs is, with the mini series more like you you should be able to go through and find four issues previous. You know, just just do it. It's worth it. It really is. Um, we've got Radiant Pink number four. 
just one cover there. Uh, Spawn Scorched, number 16. That Spears cover is metal as fuck. Just reminds me of... Oh, fucking man, that's Eddie, dude. It looks just like Eddie. It's badass. Iron Maiden like a motherfucker. Ooh. Uh, one, two, three covers on that one. Spawn book still at only $3, even in these trying times. Uh, we've got Torrent, number two. Couple, well, I'll take that back. Three covers on that one. There's a classic homage type of a variant there. I'm not sure what it's homaging, but it's definitely very, uh, uh, like, Copper Age. We've got Undiscovered Country, number 24. Couple covers there. That series still going strong. Uh, Vanish, number five. Wrapping up the indies through previews this week. We've got three covers. Looks like a Scotty Young cover as well. Donnie Cates and Ryan Stegman. Sweet. Gotta get caught up on that one, man. Gotta get caught up. Um, Alright, like I said, that's all the indies. Now we're gonna go into the Marvel books. These are the books that you really... Uh, I know what you speculators are waiting for, huh? What do we have this week? Let's find out. We've got a number one. It's a miniseries. Avengers Beyond. This is one of those things where... Anything can happen. You know, it's a... Uh, let's see here. When it says... Well, I mean... Hmm... The Beyonder is, is is going to be a big part of this, but you know I, I kind of read this this description uh, beforehand, and it, it says something big is coming to the Marvel universe. I I know I I I know, but with the Avengers run just ending and shit, there 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 is potential here for them to sneak something in. I don't know. Um, there's a few covers on this, another Scotty Young variant. So take it with a grain of salt. I'm going to say it's something that you should probably keep on your radar and to, to some extent, though. Um, moving along, we've got Betsy Braddock, Captain Britain, number two. couple covers on that one. Uh, we've got another number one. We've got Clobbering Time. Clobbering, not clobbering. Come on. Come on, you square. Uh, yeah, man, it's, you know, fucking thing stories. Badass Greg Smallwood cover there. Uh, Dan Jurgens getting a cover. But the first, uh, first issue is gonna be Thing vs. Hulk. Gotta love those battles, right? Gotta love it. Uh, do I claim, you know, key or spec on this one? No, not so much, but could be a fun read, you know? Thing fans are gonna dig it, I bet, I bet. Who's writing it? Let me tell you. Steve Scrosi, I believe is how you would say that. Writing and drawing. Nice. And if you want to get an idea what the art's going to look like, he did the A cover as well. And that has my attention. That looks like fun, man. Huh. That's what I want out of comics, is fun. We've got Daredevil number 9 on the FOC list this week, and we've got an Alex Ross Timeless variant featuring Elektra. There you go. Uh, Deadpool, number five. One, two, three covers on that one. I am... Mm. So, all of these. All of... Well, I take that back. The A and the B for sure. You have potential to be, you know, just Deadpool classic collectibles. But I'm just excited for the notion of slapstick. So we got slapstick on the C cover there. Are we going to get slapstick in this series? I mean, this this is weighed as Carnage on that A cover there. So, <laughs> Carnage breaks loose. Oh, did we not mention the thing growing inside of Wade was Carnage? Mm-hmm, because it is. And he's extremely done with hitching a ride with Wade and wants out. Now, brace yourself. Wade, you're about to get ripped a new one. That's what it says here. Um, fuck yeah, man. <laughs> Fun. Fun. Uh, it doesn't mention anything about slapstick in that description, but just a slapstick variant. Are we gonna start getting slapstick variants? Uh, is that gonna be a thing? Cause that would make my whole world. Oh my god, I would buy all of them. 
Marvel, are you listening? <laughs> I mean, that'd be a random-ass fucking theme to do. But, are they're, they're, they're building up to a slapstick thing? What? <laughs> In case, <laughs> for new listeners out there, uh, I'm, I'm a big slapstick fan. So, yeah. He's, he's my favorite, like, Z-list hero. Or character. Hardly even a hero. You know, <laughs> so much fun. Uh, well, carrying on, we've got the Invincible Iron Man number four. A few covers on that one. Still got the connecting variants happening. I dig it. Can you dig it? Um, man, these covers are fucking sweet. From Cal New, Ivan Colello. <sighs> it's a good time being an Iron Man fan. Uh, oh, and Alex Ross. Uh, shit. The Mandarin. Fuck yeah. Um, oh, it's Jeff. It's Jeff number one. Uh, yeah, Jeff the Landshark getting his own thing. Uh, it's already been printed digitally from my understanding. Uh, the B cover, though, I think might be might be one to definitely keep your eye on. For sure. Uh, it's just... It's got so much potential there. <laughs> uh, I love it. I love it so much. Goofy. Who's doing this one? It is Kelly Thompson. Good. I was about to say, it wouldn't. It would be wrong if it were anybody else other than Kelly Thompson doing this. Drawing it, we've got Girahiru? Girahiru? I believe is how you say that. Not totally sure. <sighs> fun stuff. Um, it is slightly a key in the sense that it is the first, you know, solo Jeff the Lance Shark series, so take that for what you will. Uh, Nightcrawlers number one getting a second printing. All right. We've got Planet Hulk Worldbreaker number five wrapping up there. Uh, Sabretooth and the Exiles wrapping up with the fifth issue in that miniseries as well. Star Wars High Republic number seven, always potential in those books. Couple covers to choose from there. Star Wars High Republic The Blade number four, wrapping up in that series. A uh, few covers here, one of which not released yet. Black History Month cover not released. And Women's History Month not released. There you go. Um, all right, we do have potential here with Job uh, Star Wars: Return of the Jedi, Jabba's Palace. I know it's a mouthful. We're just gonna call it Jabba's Palace Number One. From Mark Guggenheim and Alessandro Mircolo. Uh, nailing the names today. Who is plotting to overthrow Jabba the Hutt? Jabba's Palace is one of many places to find the vilest of scum and villainy, relaxing, wetting their whistles and indulging in their vices. Who would ever want to end that? Well, someone has Jabba in their sights, beginning, beginning a series of one-shots spotlighting the return of the Jedi era. Okay. Mark Guggenheim and Alessandro Mircolo bring you the tale of Jabba's palace you won't soon forget. Alright, we're going to get some Return of the Jedi one-shots. Alright, I dig it, I dig it, um, yeah, no, all of the potential for a first appearance in that one, you know, you know, um, and depending on, you know, what the, you know, whether or not that character lives, there's spec value, very, very, very high spec value there, we'll see, because we all love seeing new characters from, you know, old eras pop up in these these Star Wars storylines, don't we? I, I, I don't know. I do. I do. Uh, da, 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 da. Strange Academy Finals, number five. One, two, three covers on that one. Uh, I like the trading card variant there. That's fun. Uh, Thor, number 32. Is Kate still doing this? Yes, he is. Donny Cates, one Gideon. Fuck yeah. Thor vs. Doctor Doom. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Ah, oh, fuck yeah, man. I dig it. I dig it. 
Donny Cates writing Dr. Doom. It's got a lot of potential there. Two covers on Thor. We've got Venom Lethal Protector, Chapter 2. I, don't, I would technically call this Chapter 3, but all right. Uh, this is an, a number one here. So we're going back into, you know, fucking the more vile times of Eddie and Venom. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, let's see here. Should I try to read it? There's a lot of parentheses in here, so it makes me skeptical to want to try to read it. Yeah, no, just fucking Venom fans, man. That's a sweet cover, too. Uh, I, I dig that. Po I, I got the poster of that. And, you know, Penguin sent me that. That's fucking rad. That's rad. Um, you know what, though? The, uh, the Alex Ross Timeless variant. <sighs> if you're a Venom fan and an Alex Ross fan, you know, you don't see him do a lot of Venom. So, there you go. He decides to give him the long tongue. Todd McFarlane would not approve. But, uh, <laughs> what are you going to do? <laughs> it's fucking rad, man. It's rad. And then lastly, from Marvel, we've got X-Men Unforgiven, number one. Look at that Kyle Hotz cover. Mm -hmm. Mutants or monsters? Beaten, broken, and bruised after the destruction of Spider-Man Unforgiven... The forgiven desperately need a break. But, of course, there ain't no rest for the wicked. Body parts have mysteriously started washing up on the coast of Maine, and these extraneous? Extraneous? Do I not know how to say that word? Organs call for help from the extraordinary X-Men. What? But, th with former bloodsucker Jubilee in tow, the team is risking... More than they know. See, every sentence there ended, or every bit of punctuation, comma, all of that, well, not all of it, but most of it, was substituted with a question mark, so that was difficult to read. I apologize. Um, all right, all right, we got an X-Men. Tim Seeley, Sid Codian, Koshin? Friggin' A, man, two covers to choose from there. It's Kyle Holtz or Peach Momoko are your choices. I think it's a pretty fucking clear choice. What the fuck? Jesus, God. Fuck. That's not how anatomy works. Hey, oh, let's move over to Lunar. Let's get that taste out of my mouth. Ah. Let's see what's going on with DC and perhaps a few other indies. Uh, we've got World's Finest, Batman Superman number 13. few covers to choose from there. Mm -hmm. uh, Black Adam number 9 of a 12-parter. few covers on that one. Oh, Catwoman number 53. Sweet covers as per usual. One, two, three. Three, four, five, it looks like. Well, four and then a one and 25. The International Women's Day variant's pretty badass. The Sweeney Boo cover. <laughs> um, oh, man, the Sergio Cunha cover. That is not a typical version of Catwoman, you see. She is fucking ripped in that one. She's got, like, Bruce Wayne's bare back. <laughs> Maybe that's not... Catwoman. No, I mean, the costume's hanging up right there. Huh. And the David Nakayama. I'm not sure what's going on with the ears in that cat suit, but. <laughs> there you go. Uh, carrying on. We've got Dahlia in the Dark, number four. Who is producing this? Is this Mad Cave? I believe it is Mad Cave, yes. From Joe Carrillo. Carrillo? Carrillo? Sorry, Corallo, or Andrea Milano, or not or, and, <laughs> Andrea Milano, <laughs> Jesus, good lord, uh, yeah, number four there, one, two covers, uh, we've got Deceased War of the Undead Gods, number seven, the Ben Oliver Prince Purple Rain homage variant will do very, very, very well, 
Um, that is mm, a cheers to comics guarantee. I guarantee that cover will sell out. You will not be able to keep it in stock. Um, 125, 150, the 1 in 50. Kamanuki. Alright. Uh, from... Talk Source Point. Talk Source Point. Uh, Fables, number 158. Apparently they're only going to 162. <laughs> 158 of 162. Such a weird number to end on after bringing it back, but... Right on. I guess, you know, you've got 20 more issues to do, do it. Uh, a couple covers to choose from on, uh, what, what was that? Fables. I was going to say Faithless, but I knew that wasn't right. Uh, I don't know what that is. Um, Flash, number 750, or 795. few covers to choose from on that one. Sorry, there's a lot of repeat stuff in here. A lot of these indies, you know, intermingle with distributors, so I'm skipping a lot of stuff. Harley Quinn, the animated series, Legion of Bats, wrapping up with issue number six there. A few covers on that one to choose from, quite naturally. A Dan Hip cover is uh, unique, very unique. It's got like a garbage pail kid type of vibe to it, you know. Uh, Mechaton. I didn't talk about Mechaton, did I? That's out of Scoot. That is a, uh, you know, like the, the, the youth version of Scout. My Bad, number five of volume two. That's more Mark Russellness. That comes out of Ahoy. Never Ender. Final Duels. Did I talk about this one? Who's doing this one? No, this is um, Sumerian Publishing. That's right. Uh, from Devin Craft. The year is 22x19. What? Is that 20,019? I don't know. And due to breakthroughs and artificial accelerants, mankind has taken to the stars. At the edge of civilization, the dominant sport is a civilized sword duel to the death. The top five fighters are protected by Sagaro, a talented and tenacious duelist. Team Agalit is forced to choose which direction to fight after Merrick openly criticizes the Colonial Republic after his previous duel. Dice and Kino equip Neverender for the endgame. So I'm guessing Neverender is this giant Final Fantasy-looking sword there. It's got a lot of potential. It's a three-issue miniseries. Uh, it sounds like a lot of fun. Uh, it's just out of a publisher that's not highly produced, so I fear that it might get overlooked. See, this is why I do this. You need to... Just because it's not coming out of a big publisher doesn't mean it doesn't have potential to be a great fucking story so i don't know never enders it sounds like the most intriguing number one so far this week not just out of the indies overall talked about that talked about that we've got nightwing number 102 oh yeah couple covers to choose from on that one with the badass one in 25 from vasco georgiev uh, let's see, we talked about those. Rick and Morty number three. Oh, yeah, they're just relaunching it. The invasion continues. Who's doing this? Alex Fire? Fewer? I don't, uh, Fewer doesn't sound right. I'm going to say Fire. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, moving along still. God. Cheapers. Oh, here we go. Superman number two. This is my pick of the week. Specifically, cover E, the Nathan Serdzi cover, because we do have a first. We've got a couple of first appearances in here. Um. Uh, but the, the Marilyn Moon Knight is really the one that I think has so much potential here. She first appears on the cover. 
Uh, At least I'm assuming that that's Marilyn Moon Knight, the spirit of Metropolis. Uh, Yeah, no, this Nathan Cersei cover, just, mm -hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So much potential. So much goddamn potential here. I I haven't had, I mean, well, has number one come out yet? Like I said, I haven't been to the store. I wonder if it has. Regardless, I'm fucking all about Superman right now. Who's who's writing it? Joshua Williamson? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I think Tom Taylor set Superman up for me to not... I don't know. He just changed the, uh, the, the way I see the character now. More so John. More than, you know, Kal-El, but yeah. Hmm... Um, yeah, no, that's, that's easily my pick of the week. Easily. And with that being like an e-cover, don't see it being highly ordered. So, very low produced would be my bet. And, like I said, it's, I don't need to do the math for you. Um, and, more from DC. Uh, we've got Wonder Woman number 797 approaching a huge milestone there. And that is actually going to wrap up the DC this week, but I will say that the Joel Jones C cover here is very, very cool. That is elegant and badass, and there's a lot of detail, but at the same time, it's not busy. That's a great cover, man. That's a really great fucking cover. So, there you go. Those are the FOCs this week, people. Uh, may I remind you, pre-order your books. I'm never going to stop reminding you. Um, you know, yeah. And if for, you need some place to go, you know. For whatever reason, you don't want to use Shop Cheers to Comics. I don't understand it, but I'll direct you to some place, man. Hit up 307nerdsforever.com. Get a hold of Tarl over there at Nerds Forever. Um, shop 307nerdsforever.com use code cheers at checkout save an additional what is it like 15-20% something like that don't quote me on that I know it's enough to make a significant difference though so uh, yeah yeah. Um, there you go well I don't think I have much else for you this week I think that's going to do it Um, I uh I command you to stay safe and read responsibly. I will talk to you the next time there's things about comics to talk about. Cheers, you fucker. Michael Moore, and this is the Cheers to Comics podcast with Brian Wayne. I'm John Chang. This is Drew Zuck. This is Mark Russell. Hi, you're listening to Cheers to Comics podcast.